song, Wasted Years, Wasted Years, Oh, How Foolish, as we wander in darkness and tears. Turn around, turn around. God is calling you. He's calling you from a life of wasted years. Do not waste time not walking with the Lord. without pain it's funny that life I designed never played out like I had in mind had some highs hit the ground some ups that went down but one thing that I figured out joy As we get into the message, I said last week I'm going to mention Matt in the middle of the message. I did not do that. And uh, so we're going to try harder this week. And I'm glad you are all here. This is the thief, part two. So we started talking about this last week. I fully intended that I would preach this message in one session, and now it looks like it's three. So 
Romans chapter 5, we'll be reading verses 1 through 11. Why don't you stand with me, please, as we honor God's word. The Bible says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die, but God commendeth his love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Chapter 5 and verse 1 mentions peace, and chapter 5 and verse 11 mentions joy. Those are our two key words this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, for the peace and joy that we experience in walking with Christ. We don't ever want to be separated from those things. I pray this morning as we look into your word and we talk about the life that we live, this evil, sinful world and the battles that are fought, that we'll be reminded of our Savior who walks with us and can handle any situation. And you are sovereign. Thank you for those truths. Help us not to forget. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. may be seated. If you are watching by way of the internet or however you take in our services, if you are not present with us, you'll notice that there is a sign on the front of the pulpit that says, hello, Matt. Matt can't be with us because he had a heart transplant. And so we want to say hi to Matt. So on three, let's say hi, Matt. One, two, three. Hi, Matt. Excellent. Good job. And so, Matt, I hope you're smiling if you're watching this. We love you. Miss you and glad that you are doing well. We've all had heart transplants. Ours was spiritual. Matt actually had the real thing. And uh, that's, I think that's a first for our church. And uh, so we are thanking God for answered prayer on his behalf. Last week we started talking about the thief. Our key verse on the thief is John 10.10. 10, the thief... Satan cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, but I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And so our emphasis on the first of this year, this is the last Sunday in January. January is over. Bit done. Stick a fork in it. It's amazing how fast time flies. But here we are in the last part of January. And some of us, Hopefully most of us decided that in the year 2024, we want to walk with the Lord. And so we talked about that process of walking with the Lord. And so now we're off on a trip, if you will. And we are on a journey you can't stop. Even when you are on your couch or sleeping in bed, you are moving towards your final destination. You can't stop it. It's called life. Some of those days are good. Some are tough. But If you're walking with the Lord, the Lord walks with you. What better friend could you have than to walk with Jesus Christ, knowing that he's God Almighty, 
that knows everything that's going to happen, every bump in the road, every curve, every trial, every trouble, every joy, and he is with you, and he said he'll never leave you, and not only that, he said, greater is he that is in me, that's Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, than he that is in the world. There is no tussle, men, that we could get into that we can't handle. I like that a lot. God promises that there is no situation, no account that we could walk into that would be greater than we could handle. So I can be a winner in this life regardless of how it looks because God walks with us and he gives us those promises. And if you hang on to those things, it sure helps your outlook in life. And so we talked a little bit about what the thief wants to steal from us. Last week, we said that he wants to steal your Faith and trust. Faith and trust are key elements in the Christian life. We put our faith in God Almighty. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. We trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge Him, and He directs our path. When our faith starts to be shaken, shook, stirred, troubled, Satan comes along and says, ah, see, 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 what you believe isn't true. He's letting you down. He's not faithful. It's what he did in Genesis chapter 3 when he walked into the garden. And he said to Eve, you know, I'm just curious. What is there for rules around here? I just want to know. And he didn't want to know anything but to plant doubt in Eve's mind. We have some doubts that go on in society today. Evolution is one of those doubts that Satan has planted. Evolution is a lie right out of the pit of hell. I also went on to say that global warming is a lie that Satan is planting. Global warming is the new home of socialism in America today. And it is godless. It's as wrong as it can be. And boy, they bang that drum constantly. You can't turn on the TV without hearing about the Green New Deal. You can't turn on the TV without saying that we're destroying the planet. You can't turn on the TV without them telling you that we've got to stop our lifestyle or there'll be nothing left. Let me tell you something. It used to be, before we were so educated, I love the old southern gospel, the southern preacher used to say we were smarter when we were dumber. And before we got so educated, we recognized that God was in control of the weather. We recognize that God was in control of the planet. And when there were droughts, Christians got together and prayed for God to send rain. Man cannot control the weather, the climate, the atmosphere any more than we can control the future. It is absolutely ridiculous and it is a godless thing for us to idolize ourselves and think we can control what God put in place. And globalism is that plan. And boy, are they pushing it hard. And that same crowd that invented evolution invented globalism. And they also invented something else, is that we found out now that there's more sexes than males and females. And I don't know what number they've gotten to now. And it's absolutely preposterous. It's atrocious. And you can say, Stan, you're getting political. It's got nothing to do with politics. It's got everything to do with teaching the truth of God's word. And in the beginning, God created male and female. And until he says differently, that has not changed. And it will not change. And the lie of the sexes is to kill off Man and woman and future generations. Because Satan hates faith, trust. And he also hates the next thing that he wants to steal from us. And that is peace 
and joy. Say that with me. Peace and joy. One more time. Peace and joy. Now, I want you to know that Satan is a brilliant thief. He's very good at what he does. Sometimes he can sneak into your life and take something from you, and you don't even know it's missing. You recognize something's wrong. You feel like it's like something has... I told the story years ago. I never forgot it. I won't throw anything away. If it's food, I'm eating it. Okay? If it's been in the refrigerator for a long time, you can't waste food. I mean, that costs money. So I like olives. And so in the back of the refrigerator was this old jar of olives that, you know, figured they're in this vinegar or whatever the olives are floating in. I mean, it's just, it seems like. And so I looked at them, and, and they were old, but they'd been in there, and I'm going to eat those. We can't throw those out. So they taste a little funky going down, and by golly, those things were not good. And you could tell... You could tell there was something a little bit amok with those olives. And, and then later on in the day, I saw those olives again. And there was just, you wonder? Now, now, should I be telling that story? I don't know. But that's what happens when you get involved with the thief. He's so good. It looks so good. It's kind of entertaining, if you will. It's kind of enticing. It seems like it would add something to you, but it does not. It's a little bit off, and you can sense it when you walk into it. You know something's wrong. We were uh, on our honeymoon in 2022 in St. Thomas. No, honeymoon, what, what 22, 2002. Yeah. Well, though, we're still on a honeymoon, hon. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit offended that you questioned that statement. But 2002, we're in St. Thomas, and we're at Megan's Bay, this famous place. And Emily said, oh, we got to go to Megan's Bay. I had never heard of it, to be honest with you, but I know it now. So anyway, we went on, and uh, took a cab, went over this huge beach sand everywhere, walked forever on the, on the wall. It's, you know, the, the Caribbean is, is terrific. So we go there, and we're on Megan's Bay, and, and uh, we want to go for a walk. And we decide to leave our tote that we had at the lifeguard stand right there. Lifeguard there, leave the tote there. We're just going to go for a walk. We didn't want to carry that thing forever. And, and so we went for a walk, came back, grabbed our tote, went back to our hotel room, looked in our tote, and our camera was gone. Back then, 35 millimeter, very high end, had an extra lens. All we had was the extra lens, the long one. The lens that was on it was stolen. All our honeymoon pictures were on it. We don't have any pictures of animals, do we, babe? They're gone. Some guy has those posted on his wall in the Caribbean. <laughs> you know? We did not know what we had lost until later. Let me tell you something. When you lose your peace and joy, sometimes this, the thief is so subtle at taking things away from you, you don't recognize it's gone until precious time has been lost. And I'll tell you something, Christian. For every day you don't walk with the Lord, you can't get it back. Those days are gone. The old song, wasted years, wasted years, oh how foolish, as we wander in darkness and tears. Turn around, turn around. God is calling you. He's calling you from a life of wasted years. Do not waste time not walking with the Lord, because the thief will come along, and he can take things from you. He's so good at it. He's so subtle at it that you don't recognize that it's missing until it becomes too late. Jesus 
accurately described him in this venomous verse, if you will, in John chapter 8 and verse 44, when he's confronting the religious crowd, and he says, you are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father he will do, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there was no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he's a father of it. Satan is a liar. There's no good in him. If you want to hate something, Hate the devil, hate Satan, hate sin. And for all of the misery that it makes when we walk into it thinking it's good, I've jokingly compared sin to chocolate. I love chocolate. Sad to say, sometimes I like sin. I don't know if I should say that or not, but sin, the Bible says it's pleasant for a season. Chocolate is pleasant for a season. Hershey's chocolate kisses. Mm. Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. I think we'll have those in heaven. But here on earth, you get into chocolate, and it tastes so good going down, but it just starts to take something away from you after if you eat enough of it. And that's how, how the thief operates. It's how sin is. It's you get involved in it. You think it's freeing. You think it's good. You think it'll go well. And then the next thing you know, it's just not bringing you what you thought it would. And you're losing something in the process. That's the liar that Satan is. He wants to steal your faith and trust. But God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power and a love and sound mind. Do not let go of your faith and trust. You make up your mind this morning, if you haven't already, I will not doubt God. Say that with me. I will not doubt God. Period. An aged lady left Buffalo by boat for Cleveland to visit a daughter living there. Soon a dreadful storm arose and many of the passengers, fearing death, gathered for prayer. Only the aged lady seemed quite unconcerned about the tempest as she sat with her hands folded and prayed. After the storm had subsided, some of the passengers were eager to know the secret of her calmness. So they gathered around her and asked her for the reason. Well, quote, she said, my dear friends, it is like this. I have two daughters. One died and went home to be in heaven. The other lived and moved to Cleveland. When the storm arose, I wondered which of them I might visit first, the one in Cleveland or the one in heaven. And I just left it up to the Lord, for I'd be glad to see either one. I would say there's a lady that had not lost her faith and trust regardless of the storm, wouldn't you? So here we are on the road. God will try, Satan will try to steal some things that we have. And so in our text this morning in Romans chapter 5, wherefore being justified by faith, we've got that faith and trust, we're justified by our faith in God Almighty, we have peace with God. And in verse number 11 it says, And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. So I have in Christ, I have peace and joy. And obviously, Satan can't stand you being happy. He can't stand you having contentment. Now, peace is not the absence of conflict, but the assurance of God's protection in trials. Peace is not the absence of conflict. John 16, Jesus said, These things I have I spoken unto you, that you, in me you might have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. 
But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And you and I can see the world and the tribulation that they are in. You know, it's not safe to walk in our cities anymore. We've lost all morality. We've lost all thought for the preciousness of life. Gangs are just blowing each other away. It seems like law enforcement is powerless to stop it. It seems like those in charge of law enforcement don't really care whether they stop it or not. All the movements of defund the police and, and the ridiculousness that goes on in our big cities. And I'll tell you what's wrong with our big cities. They need a dose of the gospel. They need a dose of right and wrong and recognize that God's in control and they are not. And while they are in control, look at the wonderful job they are doing. You may find that if your life is out of control, it's because God is not in control. Just a thought. Obviously, Satan wants to steal your peace and joy. Jesus said in John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. And obviously, John chapter 14 is one of the most comforting passages in the whole Bible. And in verse number 27 of John chapter um, 14, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I can remember there was a time in our life where we were going through some extremely deep water. And the one thing we didn't necessarily want, healing, we didn't necessarily want a guarantee, but what we desperately wanted was peace from God. And I, I, I know that he can supply that regardless of your circumstances. I think in my view, and listen, I'm not an educated individual. I'm a college dropout. I've had no counseling classes. I've had no homiletics classes. I've had no hermeneutics classes. I've had so little education that you're going to be disappointed that if you saw, there's no, nothing hanging on my wall that says that I did a full year of anything other than high school. But in my view, the opposite of peace and joy is depression and anxiety. Depression is something that many people struggle with, and it can be a sin condition, which we'll talk about in a little bit, or it can be a condition that you are plagued with. I don't have the answer on this. Obviously, God does. But there are some great individuals in history that battled with depression. And I'm going to give you the names of some of them. One of them was Martin Luther. You may have heard of him. He wrote an incredible song called A Mighty Fortress is Our God. We used to sing that when we were singing hymns. It wouldn't hurt for us to get back to some of those. But A Mighty Fortress is Our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe. Doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. That's the thief. That's Satan. Did we in our own strength confide our striving would be losing? Were not the right man on our side? The man of God's own choosing. Dost ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Saboth is his name from age to age the same, and he must win the battle. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, nor, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. 
His rage we can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fell him. Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also. The body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. Would you say that Martin Luther was a man of great faith? That's an incredible song. Incredible. Here's a quote from Martin Luther. For more than a week I was close to the gates of death and hell. I trembled in all my members. Christ was wholly lost. Luther would go on to write that the content, the content of the depression was always the same. The loss of faith that God is good and that he is good to me. There's a man fighting depression. Charles Spurgeon, the great Baptist preacher of the 1800s, we all quote, if you're a preacher, we all quote Spurgeon. We've all read his books. One of the books that I read when I was in college before I did not finish was um, Lectures to My Students, just terrific, as he would, his pastor's school that he ran, and, and uh, a lot of, uh, just, he, the man was brilliant, ran a mega church when there was no such thing as a mega church. Spurgeon's tabernacle, and he wrote countless things. He had great periods of despondency and depression. He once told his congregation, I am the subject of depressions of spirit, so fearful that I hope none of you ever get to such extremes of wretchedness as I go through. Famed missionary to China, Hudson Taylor, who founded China Inland Missions, battled severe depression all his life at one point, as discovered in an unpublished note in his papers, he even contemplated, quote, the awful temptation to end his own life. Depression. Now, we know for a fact that, obviously, you can go in and you can be scanned and see that you have cancer. We can tell when you have uh, blocked vessels in your heart that you need bypass surgery. We can tell if you've got a broken leg, broken arm, hole in the head, if you will. But when it comes to mental conditions of individuals, there are no scans available that can tell us whether you're truly fighting something or not. And so depression is something that many people struggle with, and their faith can be strong. I don't have the answers on that. I will tell you, you hang on to the Lord. Whatever your situation is, God has not given you too much. Your faith and trust are critical. Satan wants to steal your peace and joy, and I want you to know that Satan does steal peace and joy, and he does it through sin. And that can bring on depression and anxiety. And so we have an unpublished garage talk we did back in the middle of the summer that kind of talks about that. So if you guys can fire up that video, let's, I'll tell you when to stop it, Ryan. Hi, Stan Griffin, pastor of the Cornerstone Baptist Church of Exeter, Maine, and this is Garage Talk. This is my John Deere 425 four-wheel steer lawnmower. It cuts grass like crazy unless it doesn't, which is the problem. Because this thing, if you live in the area, you know how wet this summer has been. We try to let our grass dry out, and we do pretty good at that. But the grass is just so green, so lush. It's like we're living in the Brazilian rainforest right now. And no matter how much you let the lawn dry, 
you can walk out in it, make sure you feed it dry, but that grass is loaded with moisture and our decks are plugging like crazy. Now I know you say, you know, people tell you, well, you need to paint your deck and you need to spray it with like Pam that you, your wife cooks with. And I've used up all our Pam and she's kind of mad at me about that. But anyway, that's another. Uh, if, you, if you're willing to do free marriage counseling, we would really welcome a call. But anyway, I digress. So what happens is if you look at our deck here, we just came in from mowing, and this happens pretty fast, is it gets clogged up like crazy. And so we have to go in under here with a putty knife and see it even starts to rust the deck. And so then we pressure wash it and, and we cleanse it. And, you know, it's just ridiculous how bad this gets in the globs and the stuff and the accumulation and whatever word you can think of it almost smells like a dairy barn under here I've never done this before but we're going to weigh our grass in the box reminds me of being out in the world and getting cluttered up and clogged up by sin. You Work with me on this. If you and I go out in certain environments, like this lawnmower goes out into wet grass, it can accumulate dirt and junk so fast it just about destroys the ability of it to perform the way it was designed for. And you know, the same thing happens to you and I. If we're not careful with the environment that we go out into, as Christians, we're told to be in the world, but not of the world. In the Psalms, the question is asked, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? And the answer is, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. And it says, with my whole heart have I sought thee, Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. So what we have is if a Christian isn't careful with his environment, and he goes out and he's in an environment that he knows he doesn't belong in, but he just wants to see what it's like. If we're not careful, we'll get so clogged up with worldly things, we will no longer be able to accomplish the job that God created us for. But I got good news. If we keep ourselves separate from that, 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. So the best way for this mower to be the most effective it can be is for me to go in and constantly clean that deck and make sure it stays clean. That's the mower confessing its sins. If it could speak. It would say, bleh, bleh, bleh. I'm all clogged up and I, I, can't, I can't get rid of what I'm supposed to. And, and, and if it could tell me that, I'd go in and I'd... I would forgive its sins, and I'd clean it out. And if we'll confess our sins to God and stay separate from those things that are kind of attractive to us, but we know better, I'm telling you, you'll have more energy, more vitality, more ability to do the things that God made you for, and you won't look like this deck on the inside. Not only God can see these things, but I think you and I know when we look like that. Thank God.
he's ready and willing to forgive us and answer our prayers for that. So, are you clean? How's your deck? Not your patio deck. You know what I mean. I'm going to wash this, clean it all up, and try to keep it a better environment. Thanks for watching. See you in church on Sunday, I hope. The, what's the word I'm looking for? The, you ready? You sure? Hi, Stan Griffin. Pat? Hi, Stan Griffin. Do you want me to clap again? Do you want me to clap again? It's warm. It's warm. Do I look hot? You do look hot. Yeah, That's all right. It's, it's really It is kind of steamy in here. It is. It is. You know what? We might as well put a sauna in. We are in the rainforest. Yes. How's that? If we keep ourselves separate from the head, yeah. Okay. I'm insured. It makes me nervous. Is your life insurance? It is all paid up. Okay, good. And you're going to come out way ahead. Can you go ahead? I do this because I love you. You just take your chance. There you go. Zach. Obviously, you get the picture there. All the water in the world, however hard it tried, could never sink a ship unless it got inside. All the evil in the world, the wickedness of sin, can never sink your soul's fair craft unless you let it in. Sin is an acid that eats away your joy until it is no longer there. We're out of time this morning. I'm telling you, we're walking with Christ. I hope you are. I hope you've trusted Him as your Savior. If you haven't, you're missing out on the greatest journey you could possibly have. But if you're struggling with depression and anxiety, if you feel like your peace and joy have left you, you can get them back. It's just a matter of saying, Lord, as David prayed, and we'll look at next week in Psalm 51, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I'm telling you, it can be done. All you have to do is ask. So...